Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hello and welcome to the Borough Breakdown podcast, an opposition preview show with Tom and our guest for the day, uh, Glenn from the Sky Blue Hub, who is here to give us a Coventry perspective on Saturday's game. Glenn, thanks very much for joining me. No problem, Tom. Always a pleasure to talk about Coventry City as we're pretty much the most talked about team in the Championship, I think, at the moment. <laughs> Well, I mean, just starting off with that, obviously, it's uh, it, it's been a bit of a, a stop-start start to the season um, because of different problems with uh, with the ground and stuff. But, I mean, in the seven games you've played, how do you think Coventry's season's been so far? Uh, I think we've pretty much, majority of games that I've seen, um, I think the only game that I didn't manage to watch uh, was Norwich away. Um, I pretty much think Sunderland... We started okay. Sunderland came out of the traps. As a new promoted side, we're always going to do. Quite happy with a point. I think we probably had enough chances to win the game. Um, so, yeah, everything was looking rosy then. Uh, then, obviously, the Rotherham game got pulled out from under us. Uh, go to Millwall, 2-0 up. Cruising, playing really well. And then the goalie decides he's Superman and drops a clanger. And then we lose 3-2, lose Hamer. And then we go into a... We lose another game. Uh, Wigan, and then we lose, We go to the League Cup tie against Bristol City, which is a bit of a weird game because Bristol City are in horrible form, um, play a reasonably strong first team. We play a mix and match team, and we just had the absolute worst 45 minutes I've seen. as have probably akin to you guys against Cardiff um, a couple of weeks back. It was just unrecognisable. Everything that Bristol City hit went in, and we were just we were awful. Um, and I just think it was kind of the old shenanigans with the pitch. It just the players, players looked shell shocked. It almost no one wanted to be there. We're at Burton. Just no one really seemed to give a monkeys, and that's never a good feeling for us. We've always been a team that, no matter what, we, we'll always give a hundred and ten percent. And the kind of just like they look like they look like a boxer who'd had the, the fight knocked out of them. To be fair, there've been too many too many hard rounds. To be fair, um, and then we go to. I think now. Then we have, um, I think it was Hall. We lose three two. The lad scores. Esther, whatever his name is, Oscar scores the easiest hat trick you've ever seen. Three of the 
I think me or you could have scored them all, Tom. They were that they were that easy. They literally just hit him and went in. All three of them. Uh, we scored two good. We scored two goals again, and you can't score two goals away from home and lose. We played Preston at home. We never beat them. We lose one nil. Don't know what happened. We hit the bar pretty much that side. Got suckered. Go to Norwich. Robbins changes the team around. Leaves Victor and. Jokeres and God and out, we lose three 0 but we have a goal disallowed at one 0 which on the, when when the, when it's going for you, it get it gets given, and that you don't know how that's going to work out. Um, then we go to Luton, should be one 0 up after a minute. Victor Jokeres is flying, um, doesn't score. Luton go down the other end, score. Jokeres scores a harder chance, um, and then we two one down. And then second half, we actually come out and showed a bit of fight considering Luton have always been a bad side against us we never do well we got hammered there 5-0 last year they always do a number on us we got a 2-2 draw went to Birmingham played really well best 45 minutes we've played second half we come out Blues just decide they're going to kick lumps out of us and just niggle us and then Hamer gets involved with Hannibal stupid he kicks him whether he meant it or not He's going to be losing four games because this is the second ban of the season. And then we're, we're hanging on at the end. The keeper makes a great save to keep it nil-nil. So, yeah, it's you can pick the positives, but you can pick the negatives. It, it's it's probably been the weirdest season so far I've had following Coven. We've had some real, like, weird seasons, like playing at Sixfields and, and St Andrews. But, yeah, it, it, it's just from such a positive pre-season where we were flying, it's just gone downhill very quickly. Probably akin to Middlesbrough, most people thought us and you guys would be a lot higher up in the league than than we are. And it's just, yeah, it's been crazy, crazy six, seven weeks following golf. Yeah, I I was going to say it does sound fairly similar to to, to what we've experienced so far. Um, Would you put those games down to kind of bad luck or is there anything else kind of going on which you could pinpoint around uh, that sort of form? I think we've made mistakes and every mistake we've made has been punished. I think I look back to last season. I'll use the game against Middlesbrough at the CBS as a classic example. You guys played reasonably well against us. Um, Simon Moore pulled three, triple save, that sort of thing. And then we score not long afterwards. And we scored two, I'd say breakaway goals. We hit you on the counter. I think you had some good chances. And I think this season, the problem is this season, we're not getting the look. First game at last season, Forest, we score late on. The keeper makes a howler. We score late on against Reading to beat that. And then you just get a bit of momentum. And we that momentum we had from the Sunderland game drawing 1-1 and playing reasonably well, we just lost it completely. And then Millwall just, yeah, it was... You can't, you shouldn't be too... You've got to give Millwall credit. We, we, they've come back really well against us. But you turn it up away from home in the Championship, you shouldn't be losing, losing the game. And all the goals... I think we've all the goals we give. I, I struggle to think a goal we've conceded where I hold my hands up and say, "Worldy by the opposition player." Well, that's great football. All of them have just been kind of just mistakes, and you can pinpoint it back. So yeah, I, I think we're just not. Maybe we got the bit of the look last season when we were flying, and and good teams do get that. That, that you always have a bit of a look season, like Luton and Huddersfield flew last season, and they're probably not getting that this season, and it's just fine, fine find margins on it um but yeah it's it's really frustrating because yeah, i mean it's a running joke I, i've seen cough play three times this year this season pre-season against leamington 
um, which was really positive. Uh, I went to Burton, which is the worst game I've seen, and I went to Birmingham. I haven't seen a home game yet, and it's the second of well, second of October, I think. First, so first of October, I haven't seen a home game this season because I was away when we played Preston. So it's almost laughable, but then it isn't because you kind of fall a bit out of love with everything and it's just a bit I'm a bit not every, it's kind of a bit like St Andrews was when we were there we're kind of the butt of everyone's jokes and it's alright being the butt of everyone's jokes when you're near the top of the league and you get results when you're struggling yeah. then it kind of grates a bit more you can't really fire back at them can you no no definitely not um, I, I want to ask about this because uh, about the summer transfer business because I feel like it's still kind of early enough after the window where it should be having an effect. But how would you rate that this summer? Because as a neutral, it seemed like the sale of Dom Hyam to Blackburn was particularly unpopular. I, I would say in terms of the transfer business, we, we did pre-selling Dom Hyam. I think most people were reasonably happy with it. He wanted to go to QPR. He's a London lad. We were never going to get him. Matson, we were never really going to get back. I'm surprised he ended up at Burnley. Um, it'll be interesting. We play him in a couple of weeks. Um, he'll probably get a nice reception off the cough fans because he's a, ran his mouth off a bit about Burnley being a bigger club. So that could be entertaining. But I think they were two that you want to get back, but it's very rare you get a low knee back. Um, on paper, the lad from Crystal Palace... Looks really, looked really good. Everyone I spoke to said one to watch. She plays really well at Ireland youth level. Uh, he got absolutely destroyed the game at Burton, uh, against Bristol City by a lad who was playing League One football last year. Um, you know, at Forest Green, and he just ran rings around him. So yeah, that was really worrying. Um, he's obviously gone back now, so we haven't really got a left wing back bar uh, Jake Bidwell. Uh, we've lost a few of the experienced players, so we let Jody Jones go and Jordan Shipley. In hindsight, we probably could have done with one of them around because they give us a little bit of option, losing Callum O'Hare. Uh, Hyam, I, I'm absolutely livid we let him go. Uh, I, 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 I love the blokes, probably a bit extreme, but he's the nicest bloke ever. He's such a lovely, caring bloke. He does so much for the club behind the scenes. He was like our family's own ambassador. He'd always donate stuff, always give a time up. He he was he was a sort of player he would always have probably say he's a six, seven out of ten player. He would have the odd shocker. He had some absolute shocking games for us, but he had some real, real strong games. But he was never a standout. So he was never really good enough that you thought, oh we're gonna lose him. Every, everyone everyone through the summer was we're going to lose Vic. Obviously, there was interest from, allegedly from you guys. Obviously, Callum O'Hare, the whole Burnley thing was going on. Hamer, that's obviously Brentford after him, Fulham after him, Brighton, Rangers. There was loads and loads of talk. Hyam never really got mentioned until, looking back at it, our CEO said, uh, a fans forum in June, he said, oh, we've had a couple of odd, in, odd, odd inquiries for players. And I was like, mm, that's a bit odd. Maybe he's on about maybe Simon Moore because there was stuff floating around about him. And I never really thought about it. Obviously, now it's all come out that Blackburn have been after him. But yeah, to sell him for what we sold him for, the way we sold him, the timing of how we sold him, the fact we haven't actually replaced him. Yeah, that that's the massive kick in the teeth. Um, so yeah, uh, and it, it, I just think he's he's someone who was with us from League Two, and he worked his way up. He was a guy who was captain for us a lot, and he, he was he was doing a lot of the 
interviews on the club's social media about what his aims were for the season. So really disappointed to see him go. On a personal level, happy he's tearing it up at Blackburn and doing really well. I hope he throws in one of his four out of ten performances when they come to CBS in a few weeks' time. I genuinely hope he goes on and gets Scotland recognition. Like I say, he's, I don't, I'm not sad he's gone. I'm sad where he's gone to and the way he's gone. Um, but yeah, I think there was. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A bit of a bit of obsession in keeping the big three and I, I'm not sure in hindsight that was the best thing because we've got massive holes in our squad in three or four key positions. Positions. Goalkeeper looks worrying now. Right wing back, centre back, left back, and we haven't really adequately got cover for Callum O'Hare and centre midfield as well. We've had injuries there, and we look a little bit lightweight in that area of the park now. So, yeah, um, if you'd asked me, do you, I think August twenty eighth, I'd have gone, yeah, brilliant, we've done the job. Uh, when the window shut, what the hell are we doing? It's Cough City. They've screwed us over again. They've took all the season ticket money, done the promises. Um, yeah, the irony is we announced our third kit on the day we sold our vice captain. That's typical cough. And it's like, yeah, we want you to put more money in the club, but we're going to sell one of our better players. So, yeah, that's uh, the lot. That's the abbreviated version without me using the square <laughs> word and having a, having a good rant. But, yeah, I, I, I'm fuming. There's a lot of fans that are fuming about it. Um, so, yeah, it's we'll say it's results. If we get results together, we'll, it doesn't really matter. Um, in terms of the other lads we brought in, Doyle looks really good, youngster, but I think the lad's got potential. Uh, since him and Panzo have come in to, back into the team, he looked like sorry. Panzo's really good. Um, he was definitely someone I thought could kick on, and then he got dropped out of the team. I'm not sure why, but he's got pace, good left foot, goes forward. So yeah, I think both from their names, I would just, I think they'll be they'll be either playing higher higher end Championship football next season, or they'll be possibly in the Premier League. Well, I mean, with all that in, in mind, uh, as you said earlier, um, it's it's not really a position either club really thought they'd be in a, at this point. Um, what do you think success looks like for Coventry this season? And, and, and where do you think you're going to end up? I think the only... It depends what angle you, you look at it. Mark Robbins said this was going to be our toughest season ever. And kind of people looked at him and go, what are you talking about, Mark? We've got our strongest team we've had ever. Um, we were, we were, I say flying, we weren't. We, we tailed off towards the end of the season, but we looked in a good place. We looked like we had players that we needed to. Um, so most fans would have said, you know what, mid-table, kick on, have a crack at the playoffs. There still is a chance because we've got so much football. The problem is the squad is way for thin. I think come the World Cup break, we will know what Coventry's season is going to be about. Is it going to be scrap for every point and try and stay up? Or could we do a Nottingham Forest or a Barnsley or other teams like that over the years in the Championship who've just hit that purple patch of form and just rode the crest of the wave and climbed up, climbed up the league? Um, I think 
the longer we go winless, the harder it becomes. So I, I really think we we need to win probably two of two of our two games in this upcoming week on it. But if we stay up, it's fine. The problem is if we stay up, we've got a massive rebuild in the summer. I'm sure you guys know when you when you've had managers in the past. Like if if you let players' contracts go, we've got I think ten players possibly won't be either out of contract or returning to the parent clubs. That's a massive rebuild in the summer. And I hate to say it, the rumour is we're pretty much skint. We we used the money, well, we, we gave Ross money to fix the pitch because they've got no money and they're probably potentially going in admin in three, three four weeks' time. So wherever that leaves us with a CBS, God only knows. And that's probably another chapter of the great Coventry City saga. But yeah, we basically allegedly sold home to fund that um, we've got no money we can't even afford free transfers at the moment because Robbins doesn't seem to want to be paying on wages to get up to speed for five, five weeks while they get match fit so yeah it, it depends how lucky we get if we get away with injuries I mean we lost Callum O'Hare training session the last training session before the Sunderland game if he comes back and we, we just click it's great but he could come back and he could do his hamstring again and then it's literally, what what do we do? Because I don't think we have a plan B. Uh, I think it is just very much, we play wing-backs, but we don't have players who can play wing-backs. Like you, you, you guys have two of the best wing-backs, probably in Championship, arguably probably in, in England, in Giles and Isaiah Jones. Dabo's very hit and miss for us, and Bidwell, he's good, but he's not going to do what Ryan Giles does for you guys on it. So, yeah, that's the problem. We we seem to have a system, but not the players to fit it. And and how that's going to work, and it's believing in that system and style of play. Is it going to work or is it not going to work? Majority of the time, Robbins gets it right, but I do wonder if he's going to have to do what he's done in previous seasons, which is just tinker with the formation a bit and find that magic formula that works that he did. Um, like when we got promoted out of League One, he found the box formation and that worked wonders. And obviously switched to wing backs. In the past, we played like a four-three-three. But yeah, there's a, it seems to just be obsessed playing wing backs, and I don't think we've got the players to play that. So something's got to change. If something changes, I honestly don't know what we could do. It's a it's a crazy league, the Championship at the moment. There's teams who are really high up in the league that. I don't personally rate. You probably look at the league table and think, "What's Rotherham doing there? What's Reading doing there?" But yeah, it could change within a week. The championship, it's just it's one of them. So yeah, it's a big week. I think it's a big October and World Cup break. Then I would say well, I would decide what what our aims are for the rest of the season. Well, I wouldn't worry too much because I mean, winless with the thin squad, injury problems, that just absolutely screams 1-0 Coventry on Saturday. So <laughs> you can probably get you in there. <laughs> but um, look, looking ahead to Saturday anyway, um, how, I mean, you mentioned it there um, about the, the wing-backs formation. Um, how is it you're, you're generally looking to, to play with that formation? Um, so in terms of the team we'll play, I, I would say we'll go cool. probably Ben Wilson in goal. We'll go a back three. I would imagine, I would hope it'll be Doyle, McFasden and Panzo. I just worry the fact that Doyle's been away with uh, England and played quite a bit of football, that he might pull him out and play Michael Rose if he's fit. Uh, I would imagine that Davo will go and play wing back. And I would think Bidwell will play the other side. And then the midfield's the problem because we haven't got Hamer. 
Um, we doubt O'Hare's going to be fit. I doubt Liam Kelly's going to be fit either. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, so I'm going to go Jamie Allen, Ben Sheaf, probably Casey Palmer in the 10 role, and then Vic and Matty Godwin up front. So with that being said, where do you think the game's going to be won and lost from a Coventry perspective on Saturday? Um, I think probably midfield probably going to be the key battle. Um, obviously, you guys have got Matt Crooks. Um, he's always someone who tends to play well against Cov. Um, he's got a bit of a history from Rotherham days of causing us some problems. So, yeah, um, obviously, you guys have got, I'm not sure who else plays. You've got Johnny House and I think plays midfield for you guys. Um, I'm not sure who the other midfielder is for you at the moment. It'll either yeah. be Riley McGree or Alex Mort. But well, both of them are pretty good championship. Well, Mallet's very good championship performer. Riley McGree, uh, I've seen him a bit. I think he was at Blues when we played him in the FA Cup. Um, and he looked half decent. Yeah, our midfield, our midfield. we've got Ben Sheaf, who is really, really good. Um, you've only got to see the pass he set Victor up for the goal against Luton. That was brilliant. If that's played by anyone in the Premier League, they're playing that over and over and over again and raving about it. Um, we haven't got Hamer, who would be really, really good key for us so we're probably going to have to go Jamie Allen um, and then we haven't really got a number 10 I'd love it if Callum O'Hare came back in but I would I'll be honestly like sitting there watching the game through like covering my finger through through my eyes like that going because I'll be scared he'd get injured and then if he goes again I, I'm really worried so I think he may well go Casey Palmer um, I don't know. He, he's he's one of them Robins. He, he can throw a curveball in. He might just pull something totally unexpected out. But yeah, I think midfield. I think our five. So I'll include the two wing backs against your five. Is probably going to be the the key on it. I think that's games. Uh, the guy the game will be wood. I think you, you probably admit Stefan and Roberts aren't probably as good as you thought they'd be. Uh, I, so whoever them starts, I don't think Wilson's good, but. He's got a mistake in him. I don't think Simon Moore will come back in. I think the back threes are... I know we both sides elite goals. I think they're pretty decent. Like, you got Paddy McNear, Dale Fry, Jake Still, isn't it? Yeah, always impressed me. You always look a good side. I think, like you guys, probably will watch Doyle Panzo and say that. The only one's probably older than that's Faz. And then I think the attack... I maybe say we've got a better attack than you guys, but I'm just purely on, on championship performances. But yeah, Munzo's scored goals for Fulham. Um, I don't know how else you got. You probably got Akpom, haven't you? But he, he had yeah, he had a bit of an interesting. Akpom, yeah, he had an interesting uh, spell at Cov where he, he basically didn't play that much because he wanted to play and play Arsenal under 23's fixtures, which was a great move by a manager at the time signing a player on loan. And yeah, he couldn't play every Cov game for us because he wanted to go and play for Arsenal in in the European uh, under 23's league. So yeah, he's an ex Sky Blue. Um, he was pretty awful for us, so yeah, he'll probably score the winner knowing knowing our luck on it. But yeah, um, it'll be it'll be. I think it'll be a good game. I, I think um, both teams will probably better going forward. Um, I think there'll be goals in it. Um, I don't think I, I can't actually remember seeing us lose to Middlesbrough. I was thinking back through some of the memories because obviously we've got a few managers. We've had the same. Obviously, you had Strachan, you had Strachan, you had Noel Whelan. Obviously, Noel Whelan with us. We've got Ryan Giles. Um, yeah, there's been a, a few under under there over the over the years that we've shared a bit of a connection with. So, yeah, I think um, I think we'll probably win it 2-1. I think it'll be very similar to last season where we'll probably score in Robin's time and it'll just kickstart our season. 
Oh, well, that was going to be my next question, the uh, prediction. I, I mean, I hope you're right in that there's goals in it because uh, I'm making the trip down to Coventry on Saturday from first ever visit to that ground. Um, but obviously from from our side, I'm f- just hoping for Borough, uh, like to see a Borough, decent Borough performance on the road because it's not something I see often when I go to away days. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, just as, as long as it's an entertaining game and I think I'll probably go for the same prediction myself but the uh the reverse that's what i'd absolutely be hoping for um but yeah that's that's everything ahead of saturday um that's it thanks for joining me uh good luck for the rest of the season but i hope not on uh on saturday but this has been the opposition show from a borough breakdown and that was all your borough coventry chatter in a pod